This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Yeah, it's disgusting. It feels gross to me. And again, these are opinions. And if you do it, love that for you. But those are my <laughs> Yeah, just opinions. Just opinions. That's all. That's all. We can all agree and disagree, and it's lovely. That's life. <laughs> it's a beautiful Baby. thing. <laughs> Let's take a breath. <sighs> hey guys, I'm Cindy Lutwako, and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I sit down with people you may have seen on your TV screens, experts in their fields, or just people I find inspirational so that they have a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Whoa. Dixie's a part of the podcast today. Well, if you're just joining in, welcome. It'll be our last episode of the year. Not last episode ever. I mean, unless we get into another fight over setup. Because <laughs> we're due for another one of those. Um, but it will be our last episode of 2022. I felt good about this year. I'm excited for a new one, though. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, there's a lot, lot to look forward to in 2023. So, I feel like 2022 for me was just planning for next year, basically. Just the entire year was looking towards 2023. We have a lot of things that are going to be new and exciting for us as a couple in the next year. So I think it'll be a good one. Hopefully yeah. this year we can celebrate New Year's because um, last year you had COVID. Sure did. <laughs> so we started from the bottom and we did go up a little bit. So it was horrible. Me and your brother got it. Yeah, it was pretty rough. You had it twice in one year. I did. I'm a champ champ. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> is that um mcgregor your boy anywho he is my boy <laughs> we're gonna get into a lot of like a recap episode i feel like i want to take a little look back on the year i think it'll be fun to reminisce mm. are you a nostalgic person yeah i'm very like i can hear like a theme song of like a show mm. and instantly for me it smells yeah you get that like whiff of something and you're like that reminds me of fourth grade 20 <laughs> or 1980 i don't even know my, what year fourth grade was but my brother uh my brother always talks about like a certain smell you get like when you hit your head oh so like in football yeah like obviously like when you know, it's almost like you know you have a concussion when you like get this certain like smell and I, I like he described it so well and it's so weird that we both what is a smell? Is it like a nice smell or It's almost it, like a I don't even know. It's like, like an irony smell. Ah, uh, like blood when you taste blood. Yeah, which is probably not good. <laughs> <laughs> that is your brain bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, I've never experienced that luckily, but it's nice that you hi guys have that. All those men have been concussed in the past. You have that to Or like the join feeling, you. Yeah. Or like the feeling you get like when you get the wind knocked out of you. Mm. I think that's happened to me once. Oh, really? Yeah. God, that, that was like a regular occurrence I like to for stay me. safe. <laughs> Especially in like uh, peewee football, mm. I guess. But like that was like number one. It's not even an injury. It's just like number one occurrence? reason for someone sitting out the next play in peewee football. They got the wind knocked out of them. Why do you think it's more in peewee football? You just are getting hit more or what's that about? I, th um, I think it's probably because when you're older, 
like you know how to protect yourself more against the hit mm. and you know how to tackle a little bit differently i wouldn't say better because like in peewee they teach you like form tackling and that's like all you see in peewee because the people are not running as fast mm-hmm. so you have time to like actually form tackle someone mm, plus sense. that's all you know but like as you get older you find different ways to hit people and like different ways to take down like i'm not going to take down a receiver the same as i would like a tight end or a running back or fullback like totally i know you don't <laughs> like a receiver i'm going to be able to manipulate a little bit easier uh-huh. physically but like when it comes to like a running back who their job is to like run you over I'm going to go a little bit lower. I'm uh, not going to go head up with them. <laughs> I'm going to take their legs out. Things you learn. Yeah. Wow. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention was that we did have your niece's second dance recital. I love how supportive the family is. She's only two. So we know we're not getting much out of her, but we're still the entire family, extended family is there to witness Mila perform. And she had two numbers this time. The first one was just the regular... I want to call it ballet, I guess. Um, a little frosty, the snowman, I think the song was number. And the second one was live gymnastics on stage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a production. Once again, did not, was not willing to participate in the first one. Um, second one, she got a little bit of like the hand motions going. Yeah, well, she gave it for a second. Big. Honestly, though, like the fact that like n- her included, but, like none of those girls like cried or like wanted Mm -hmm. to go off stage like they took it on the chin mila stood there she clearly was not into it but that's okay like i don't know that though i don't know if she like would just she obviously likes dance like she dances all the time Mm -hmm. i think it was just a little overwhelming anytime because she dances in class right i think she plays hard to get you know like she's like this is the moment that you want me to perform i choose no some would call that (laughs) Out of spite, yeah. almost. I think that might be a weeby trait <laughs> that she is displaying. It's definitely somewhere in the bloodline. Because we we were with her the day before, and she was dancing the entire time. Like she had me, she kept playing little songs on her like kid table thing, and she made me dance with her the entire time. But then when the moment comes to be on the stage, she's like, "Eh, I c- I'm good. I choose no." Hit clips. <laughs> she was playing. That. Remember hit clips? No, what's that? Remember those like little. You could have like a keychain of like, and it would play like thirty seconds of a song. Mm-mm. Didn't Is I just remember ringback tones? Like no, hit clips was way before ringback tones. Are you older than me? What is that? I've never heard of that. I'm pretty sure it was like a little like a miniature Nintendo game. You mean Tamagotchis? No, oh. this is this is just songs, hmm. and you could like collect them and then like pop them in your little hit clips player. Oh, it had like the slide in yeah. things. I yeah. think I know what you're it would talking play, about. Like, I don't even think it would play the entire song. Huh. It was like before MP3, but yeah. like after CDs, I feel like. It just gives you a little taste of it. Yeah. So we're going to go through our videos of the year. Usually we do a video of the week. We are going to do videos of the year just to try and sum it up. So we have quite a few. And Nick collected a couple. I collected a couple. It took me a couple hours to go through all of my TikTok likes and all the videos I've sent you. Really did a lot of work here. All right, let me pull them up. So Nick, what was your criteria for deciding what your video of the year would be? Like, what was it based off of? Was it dramatic? Was it funny? Was it... Mostly funny. Funny. I didn't really go for the dramatic angle. Yeah. I've been finding myself crying a lot during um, random commercials and just random things. I don't know what that's about. I also had to make sure that it was not going to be offensive to anyone. That's even hard to I find didn't these create days. The video. <laughs> it's really tough to find those. If you're out of context, 
because you have a certain algorithm, I have a certain algorithm, so it's definitely tailored to certain people, but sometimes you just don't know. Mine's basically Bulldogs and Home Improvement. Yeah. With a little dash of comedy in there. <laughs> okay, let's start with this one. It's a dog on a couch with its owner. What kind of dog is this? Um, It's a mix of some sort. Yeah. I think it's like a, some sort of terrier. Mm-hmm. What's the dog's name? Bubs. Bubs, okay. B-U-B-Z. Mr. Bubs. Mr. Bubs. And he's got a lot of sass. Here we go. Honey, it's bedtime. Yeah, we have to go to bed. Baby boy. Baby boy. Are you done? Now? Because it's bedtime for a motherfucker right now. (laughs) I love you. I love you. It's like the opposite of Dixie because Dixie is the one growling but to go to bed. Yeah, unless she's already asleep on the couch. Mm. And then she's... Then it's a struggle. Then you have to carry her physically. She doesn't like growl. She just like... Over the threshold. uh, (laughs) Like moans. Um, This one's one of my ultimate favorites. I don't know exactly the background, but it's this YouTube video of this woman describing what it is to be a hip hop dancer. And it's just fucking amazing. I feel like a lot of people Look at my feet. My feet are straight ahead. You don't want to do that. You want to turn your feet out. And I'm going to do this backwards. And that's what makes it look like hip hop. <laughs> that, that is it. That's, that's all you got to do. Everything's down low. Down it low. It's in a plie. I think the first thing that you need to know about hip hop is all and about white. your posture. And you know, growing up, my posture was really bad. She has eight jackets on. All the time. Stand up straight. Stand up straight. Well, you know what? I was standing up straight. <laughs> and hip hop is this. One, two, Three, four, hit. and ha, and ha. Never seen that in a hip hop video. That's what makes a hip hop. Just and ha, and ta. That's what you just be in a hip hop class. It's a lot of like hitting the beats. I love that. It's just so pure that she made a whole YouTube series on how to hip hop, and none of the also, advice makes any sense. Probably offensive. A little offensive. Why? If you're a hip hop dancer. I mean, she's like that's she all is. it is. That's She's all like, it is. All you turn the feet out, and that's the key. That's all. That's all it is. That's what makes it hip hop. Yeah, is when you turn your feet. <laughs> Boy, I wish it was that simple. God, yeah. I always wanted to be really good at hip hop. I was just not. I did not have it. <laughs> this next video is one of Nick's. Do you want to do a little description? Sure. It's like obviously a hidden camera, like somewhere. But this dude like is in the mall. Yeah, it looks like probably a mall or something. But like this guy is holding his small daughter on the escalator. And there's three guys standing behind him on the escalator. And she rips off his toupee or like his wig. Just watching the dudes behind him like try not to laugh out loud, but are absolutely losing it. Is uh, that it's always funny to me. <laughs> and the daughter just like ah, daddy, They're laying what down are you doing? on the escalator. Trying not to laugh. <laughs> oh my god. That's the best. I love it. All right, next video. What is this? There's a goat and a guy. What this else? This dude's trying to... No, that's, I don't think that's a goat. I think it's a... Ox? No, I think it's a calf. But he's trying to lasso him. And there's like a water trough in, like, in front of him, uh-huh. like in between them. And this this miniature bull, this calf, comes around the water trough. And basically what we what we would call in football, like decleating somebody, like hitting them up in the air and knocking them out of their shoes like you decleated that person oh wow like you took their feet off the ground this is exactly what this this it's a perfect form 
tackle. All right, let's walk. Knocks this dude on his ass. Gets him. He's like, yep. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> the best part is really? the dude's legs are already in the air. Like, he's he's upside down, and you hear him go, God damn it. <laughs> it's like this has happened many times before. All right, this is one of your favorite comedians. Yes. Stavros. Stavros. Stavi. He's pretty new to the scene, right? Yeah, he's 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 made the rounds. He did a special on YouTube mm-hmm. that was hilarious. Yeah, he's um, out there. I think he's on I think he has a tour coming up. Stavros. Stavros. How are you, my friend? I do sales for a printing company. Sales for a printing company, old school. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the industry you want to get into right now. Is you want to get into printing and sales. Huh? I'm living good. You're living good? All right. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. We touched a nerve, folks. Yeah, a lot of people say it's fucking going, but... It's sometimes you just want to hold that paper, brother. <laughs> That's all right, man. Relax. I'm sorry. I'm living good. Hey, things are fucking A-OK over here, Chief. Okay? <laughs> I barely said anything, dude. <laughs> Dying industry, my fucking ass. We're thriving. <laughs> I, that was my biggest fear anytime I went to a comedy club or comedy cellar that they would call me out in the audience. That was my I think top, hilarious. top tier fear. A little crowd work. He is the, it's impressive he is when they can the do that. king of crowd work from what I've observed. Cause like, in the videos. He has something for anything that someone says. Like He, he can turn it on them and rip them real quick for it. Mm-hmm. Like the most basic stuff. Like what you just saw there and it's so funny because like i feel like every person in sales like gets like this like you every time someone asks you like what line of work you're in and you're like oh i'm in sales oh yeah what do you sell and you like tell them and they're like huh and as soon as you get that lit like you get a little bit of feedback a little bit of doubt and so mm-hmm. you're like well here's what we re- <laughs> like this is why it's cool and it's like you're like selling them on the fact that you're in this line of work yeah I don't know why. It's like amongst most salespeople that I've encountered, it's like that. I feel like that's pretty common. Like they're though. very quick to like defend what they do. I mean, yeah, you gotta have pride in your work, right? Which I have a buddy who's in uh, sales in paper, like not in paper, but in printing. Well, Kevin is in oh, yeah. packaging. Well, it's different. My dad, but uh, but one of my buddies is doing extremely well. So maybe it's an untapped market that we. That's what I was thinking. I, that's the thing. Like if. If you find a, a niche or like you find a spot in the market where there's a need for what you have mm-hmm. or just like some sort of job security. So like I'm in. I thought we weren't telling people what you yeah, do. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> but I'm in I'm in an industry where it's always going to be relevant. Mm-hmm. So there's some job security there. That's good. And if you're passionate about what you do and like you genuinely feel like you're helping people, then yeah, you're going to defend it a little bit. But yeah, I feel like the line of work that I'm in, I do feel like I'm. I'm making an impact. I've seen it. I've got to work with people who are uh, either physically or mentally, um, they have certain limitations. And like when you be able to, when you're able to provide them with something that gives them like value Mm -hmm. and they feel like they're valuable to their employer, that's, that's really like rewarding. It's a good feeling. I feel like not every job has to be so flashy. I feel like the thing that we're sold these days is that everything has to look good. 
mass produced on online or on social media, but not everything has to like we need at the end of the day, we are going to need plumbers down the road. We're going to need people like we're going to need doctors like not everyone needs to get famous on TikTok and like make that their career. Like it's a little scary that how many people are just like giving it up for so to pursue social media, which is cool. But then it's like when we get to a certain point, are we going to who is going to who are we going to hire when everyone's just trying to be social media? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, learn a trade. Like, yeah. that's so valuable, especially now because a lot of times people don't necessarily want to do that because they think, well, I should be doing this or I should be doing that or I have an education in this. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know how much your education is worth now? Unless you are like a doctor where it's yeah. extremely vital. It's a piece of paper at this point. If you're not a doctor or you're not like some sort of scientist doing conducting research where a certain level of education is absolutely necessary. Like your education doesn't mean anything. You're not owed anything. But stay in school, kids, you know? Like don't, <laughs> don't no. drop out. Or if school's not for you, yeah. Like don't go to high like don't go to college. Learn a trade. Be, like provide value. I wish that I didn't have to like decide my major and decide all of that in my early twenties. Yeah. It's I think tough. I would have made different choices. That's what I'm saying, because like what you're passionate about now is not probably not what you were passionate about 10 years ago. No, you almost need like a figuring it out stage and because of high school. You don't really get a lot of time to like figure out what your passions are, or figure out what's even out there. So then you're forced to make this really big decision in the first few years of college when it's like, well, I don't even know really what there is out there. So why am I deciding on this one thing now? I mean, it's great for people who just like know that from the very beginning and just know exactly what they want to go into. But it's really hard to figure that out. And I still don't know. Yeah, I mean, some people like go through certain things in their life that make them want to become a doctor or become mm-hmm. a surgeon or like yeah. an oncologist. Maybe they've dealt with, you know, cancer in their family. That's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Like if you're very passionate about that, that's that's a goal you're working towards. Like awesome. But if you don't know what you want to do um, by the time you get to college, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> You'll figure it out. You're still going to be figuring it out. Well into your 30s. Yeah. Um, this one this one went very viral. This is Kendall Jenner cutting a cucumber. And people were appalled by this. Have you seen this? Mm. So this happened this past year. So she's like crossing her hand over the cucumber. So she's holding the opposite end and cutting with the opposite hand. So her wrists are crossed. Yeah. And then she's clearly. holding it by the end. <laughs> it like makes her look like she's left-handed, but she's clearly not. It's like, what are you doing? That was one of the most viral. This one is my ultimate favorite, and I sent this to you. There's this little French bulldog who is obsessed with her chicken robe, and she wants to so wear it everywhere she goes. My bought our dog a chicken robe, and she's obsessed with it. She wants it first thing in the morning. She, <laughs> she just puts it on, <laughs> waits to put it on, just trots around the house in her chicken robe. Sleeps in it. I don't, it's sometimes so I wonder if like dogs, I, like if it actually likes the chicken robe or at some point putting the chicken robe on was like sewn into like a routine. Yeah. So now it thinks that it can't, it has to put the chicken robe on before it does anything else because you guys created a fucking, a routine for your dog. Yeah. They love a routine and they get really weirded out when you're off the routine. Yeah. They can't figure it out. And it's fascinating that they even can figure out what our routine is when I don't even know it myself. <laughs> Perfect example is at night, she doesn't necessarily want to get on the bed with us, but at some point we were allowing her, like we would let her lay in the bed for like an hour or two while we watched TV in bed. 
And then like when we were ready to go to sleep, we pick her up, we put her down on her bed. Mm-hmm. She just automatically now goes to my side of the bed so that I can pick her up and put her on the bed at night. She's just and like, like she'll sit do. there and whine and cry until I put her up there. However, if like I go over there right away and like move her back to her bed, mm-hmm. she puts up no fight. She doesn't care. She's like tight. She just knows that like I'm supposed to do this. There's a routine of me. She would much rather me not wake her up in the middle of a nice slumber mm-hmm. to pick her up and put her down on her bed. But Were those all your videos? I think so. It's hard to decide your favorite. I feel good about those. Go into, I want to name like our favorite products of the year, favorite show, and then favorite moment. Go ahead. Favorite product of the year. <sighs> I'm a big fan of the Faraday shirts. They're so expensive. I know. Why? It's worth it. Yeah. Quality I over mean, quantity. Qu- yeah. It's quality plus inflation. It was always expensive, though. That's Small not even business. an inflation I make thing. A buck. I get yeah. it. I'm yeah. willing to do it. You know what blew my mind was the cost of candles this year. That blew my absolute mind. So we have to buy candles for the wedding. Um, Nick thinks that they're not a necessity, but I disagree. And unless well, you have... We're going to have lights, too, so... No, it just... You need candles. I love them so much. I light them daily. Um, so in order to buy candles, you can't just rent them, obviously, because you're going to burn them. So you can't re-rent them after they've been burned. Cost me $900 for candles. Yay. <laughs> so don't don't have a wedding. <laughs> just don't do it. Do, but like, don't. Don't do it. Um, my product of the year I'm going to go with my CBD gummies, the Equilibria ones. They've honestly centered me and I needed Non-THC. something. Not, there's 0.1% of THC. I need something to center me and that has been the only thing that has worked. Favorite movie or show of the year? Hmm. Probably Succession. I know. I, I was telling you to get on it. It's so good. Your mom was telling, your mom and dad were telling us. Well, I had already it. watched it. I already listened to her. They continue to put out heat. When it comes to uh, TV shows that they're giving us to watch. I don't know why I doubt them every time. I, it's not that I doubt them. I just like, it's hard for me to get into something because you like invest so much into a show. You're like, this is the best show ever. And then someone else is like, if you like that, you'll really like this. And you're like, but I already, I thought this was the best show ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard. For, it's going to be hard for me to top that. I'm fully so fine to start. Shut down. <laughs> I just shut down altogether. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not starting another one because I can't. You I'm already wait. committed to other ones. I'm a loyal guy. Um, my mom is actually the best person to get advice on what shows to watch because she listens to podcasts that tell you what shows to watch. Like, that's what she does. She always has her iPad on her. So whether she's watching the Today Show on her iPad or she's watching a show at all times, she is plugged into something. So she's she's in the know. Putting in the work to study the science of what you need. To watch. <laughs> if you can tell me what quote or what movie that's from. Say it one more time. Putting in the work. To study the science of what you need. Anchorman. Hmm. Similar. Close. Talladega Nights. Also very close. Step Brothers? Really? Bingo. Which part of that? Prestige. Worldwide. Yeah, when they're giving the bids and they're like, putting in the work to study the science of what you need. Investors, possibly you. Possibly you. Um, my favorite show or movie of the year. I honestly really loved White Lotus and it just finished up last night. Shooketh. Shook it. Yeah, I watched the final episode. He didn't watch any of it, just watched the final. And he concluded that it was a very depressing show. Just at the end there. I mean, uh, I obviously didn't see the entire... Well, the entire thing was based around 
like a lot of it was basically like everyone cheats everyone is fucked up yeah uh, yeah i loved it i'm not going to give anything away because i know it just aired last night but highly recommend watching it I just love the symbolism of everything and the different messaging that's happening at once. Like you, you could think it's one way or the other way. Um, there's a lot of breakdowns on TikTok of people theorizing stuff. I think a little of them are a little far-fetched, but very good show. Um, last thing, best moment for us this year or favorite moment this year. I want to say the time when I, well, I was on tour and I, I was in D.C. and I flew from D.C., Pennsylvania or something. Flew from D.C. to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And then, and then got drove. a rental car and drove to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh or something. Yeah, it was it was a freaking mess. But the like mo- the like 24 hours that we got to have and just like that little embrace that we got to have initially, that was like my favorite moment of the year. I know it was like slightly depressing because we still had quite a, a bit of time apart that was going to happen after that. But that little moment, if I could bottle it up, was very special. I know it was quite kind of emotional for both of us, but that was my favorite. I'd say you coming home from tour, mm-hmm. like finally. Yeah, I'm glad that we made it through. And when I look back on the year, that was definitely the most trying time for us by far. Thus, at, even as a couple in all the years that we spent together, which is like two, but three, <laughs> three now. Yeah. yeah. I want to get into keeping up with the kids in one of our segments. And from looking at what the kids are talking about these days, I keep seeing videos online of people talking about their icks. And I wanted to define what that means. So ick is a term that I guess Gen Z or just like in general people are using. It's defined as an ick is the most commonly known as something that's a turnoff when you have romantic interest in someone. Alternatively, it can be used to describe something that makes you uncomfortable or weirded out by. So if someone refers to an ick, it's something that just like makes them feel uncomfortable or we don't like it. So we made a list of our icks of the year and we'll go through them. Nick, would you like to start with your first ick? Yeah, I took a little bit of a different turn on this. I didn't direct it at Sydney or or like something that's like a turn off. It's just something that bothers me. So essentially a pet peeve. Yeah. Um, number one, singing out loud at the gym. So annoying. Who does that? There's like three guys at the gym that I've seen do it. And it's so, it is so annoying. When they sing out loud, what is the the jo- the tune of what they're singing? I can't even. I don't even know because they're just like, and they're like getting into it, which is awesome. Like, more power to you. But like, this is a public space, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do they have headphones in when they're singing? Yeah. I feel like you know, when you like sing in the car, absolutely tone deaf because you, you, you can't sound hear good. yourself. Yeah, it's even worse because you can't hear yourself, but everyone else can. Just like radio silent everywhere else and everyone's can just hear your awful voice. Yeah. It's like, dude, shut up. <laughs> it's actually like 530. I don't know if they like think they're cool and like, like they want other people to like see that they're like, I like put my head down. Sometimes I'll see my brother and like, I don't even talk to him because we're both trying to work out because we're at the gym. And you only have so much time and it's super early. So like, don't talk to me before noon. And like basically. the people who are like, I can't work out without music. Okay, don't work out then. Clear the space. Because sometimes I'll put my headphones in and not even have music on just because I don't want people to talk to me. Yeah, there's a certain gym etiquette that not everyone was given the manual to. There's people that just don't abide by that. Sometimes I wish I worked out of like a smaller 
a privately owned gym yeah. where somebody, the owner can be like, get out, get the <laughs> fuck out. Like, you're not going to do that here. Get out. I wish I worked out somewhere like that because you see so many things a lifetime. Like people taking like basically in the entire dumbbell rack mm-hmm. over with them. Like where are your manners, bro? <laughs> um, is it Planet Fitness that they say like, we don't have like the gym bros here. Is that yeah, the one? They have the lunk alarm. Like if you drop weights. That's it. There's an actual alarm that will go off. Um, I think that's what they need. It's, they call it a judgment-free zone. Unless you're actually trying to work out, <laughs> then you get judged for it. You got to find your right fit for the gym. Yeah. So this is definitely not an endorsement for Planet Fitness. They no. Can... Sorry. And these are all opinions, are X. So if you feel like they're not correct, they're an opinion. Yeah. So just, you know, take that. Which they aren't correct by definition. There are not, they're not correct and they're not wrong. They're opinions. So if you have opinions, don't care. <laughs> All right. Next up, my ick of the year. Well, first it started off when we got engaged. And this is very specific. But there was like, every comment was super nice and super kind. But there was like one or two that were like, not nice and i'm like of all things to not be nice about i feel like engagement you just we all agree that we're just going to be happy about it whether like it's your ex or not like we're just going to be like happy for them but like when you leave a comment i think it was this one person who was relating our relationship to what was happening in the current situation in bachelor nation where a lot of people were breaking up it was right around katie season where a lot of people were breaking up or a lot of like couples from past seasons were breaking up and i think this person commented like Oh, good luck t- or like good luck with that. The reckoning is coming for Bachelor Nation. Da, 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 da. I was like, sweet. What the fuck? <laughs> Move along. Are you Bane? <laughs> like, what do you mean the reckoning? Like the reckoning. <laughs> I'm like, don't. First of all, don't compare our relationship to Bachelor Nation because they have nothing to do with each other. No. We didn't meet on a show. And second of all, just kind of. <laughs> I mean, in a roundabout way, but like, shut up. Dude, Someone shut commented up. too, like, um, he's just doing this to try to be the bachelor. Yeah, I'm like, that's a really weird, <laughs> a really weird angle. Yeah, weird play. I don't know also, how those. Also, I wouldn't make it past the first interview. <laughs> I think we understand why at this point. If you've, if you either know me in real life or if you've listened to this podcast at all, could you imagine? I'm not very easy <laughs> to, uh, to get along with. And I'm very direct, and uh, I just wouldn't make for good TV. It depends. And I also don't want to be put in that situation where I'm dating the same girl as uh, 30 other dudes. It's actually a nightmare scenario. <laughs> I don't hate on people who do it. Like, some people have, like, the personality for it. Like, I've met some of the people who you've known through the... And they're awesome dudes. Yeah. Great girls. Mm-hmm. But, like... I just don't have the personality for it. Could you imagine if that was your angle? You're like, okay, I'm going to get engaged to her. So she, had, because she has an end with the bachelor. Like what does that, how does that compute in your mind that those two would even map out? I don't know. So that's my first ick. Hmm. Do you want to go? Yeah. Second one, loose cuffs. Come on. We know. That's, we don't have to go any further. Roll the that. tape. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and check tape. Yeah. So just real quick. What's a good cuff? What's a bad cuff? A good cuff is a tapered cuff. Or a structured cuff. Mm-hmm. A loose cuff is like you have a structured cuff. This is a structured cuff. It's like sewn into the, it's made to be a cuff. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say loose or unstructured, I'm talking like, you know, like the, um, 
Nike like dry fit long sleeves nowadays. How they're just it's just one like it's not tapered. It's loose. There's no actual cuff. It's just like the shirt just it's like they forgot to sew the cuff onto the shirt. Yeah. It was I I, I can't do it. <laughs> but not to be confused with cuffs on pants. We don't like cuffs on pants. I'm not against cuffed on cuffs on pants like a jogger. Okay. But I prefer not to have a cuff and just more of like a tapered. Okay. So on ick pants is the not structured cuff. That's yeah, the Yeah, I, I guess I didn't really understand what ick meant. I thought it was just like a pet peeve, so. It's a little bit of both. Okay. More for me than anyone else. Yeah, there's specific to you. Um, my ick is Best Westerns. Never, ever, ever in my life. That's my life goal from now on is to not ever have to step foot in a Best Western for any reason. They have sticky floors. It's like a crime scene in there. Or it's like a crime scene once happened in there. And I'm referring to when I was on tour and they would put us in Best Westerns, which is like, okay, fine, budget, whatever. But like... The thing is though, like... Come on. <laughs> most most hotels... Two, like a one-star hotel. Regardless if they're like a five-star or what, like... Someone else has slept in there. Totally. Someone else has used that restroom, that shower. Like someone else has lived in that space for a couple of days. Most hotels are not, even though they may appear, they may cut corners. They may mm -hmm. not change the sheets out. Like they may, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like you just have to keep that in mind. But there are some brands who are really in your face about it. Like <laughs> they know what they are and they don't care, which to a certain degree you got to respect. But you're going to get a certain label <laughs> If you're not taking care of the place. If you have sticky floors like carpets, like a dive bar at two in the morning, then we have a problem. Yeah. If there is red substances on the lampshades. That's blood. You yeah. Were, we're going to have blood. a problem. That's that's the issue I have here. You know, everyone deserves to run their company how they, they can run their company. But that's when I draw the line, you know? So that's my ick. All right. <laughs> Um, Gen Z dictating what's cool. Hmm. I'm really tired of that. You'll like watch the news and they'll be like, a recent survey said that Gen Z, Gen Zers prefer this over that. And if you'd use that, it's out of style. Yeah. Says who? Kids? <laughs> they also go through trends so fast that it's like, they're not even really locking into anything. They're just like, well, There's, this is They cool have right no now. identity. Yeah. Other than to be, other than having no identity. <laughs> That's what they're known for is... I mean, they're young. They're still figuring it out. I have no idea. But they're dictating how we operate in the world if these I, days. If growing up, if the news was like, yeah, this is what... Which I'm sure they did. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't paying attention. But like, millennials are saying this. I'd be like, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're you're listening to kids. Yeah. Who have not even been in the real world. Well, fashion. It's like, fashion? Go talk to somebody in Paris yeah. who's in the industry. Don't talk to Gen Z. Especially when we're, re we're recycling old trends when they're being made yeah. as new, but they're this. We've done these centuries ago. Does yeah. that make sense? One of the characters from White Lotus, I guess, in the fashion of that, she is technically like the epitome of a Gen Z girl. So I think her name's Portia, and she wore very like confusing outfits the entire season. They were identifying what it feels to like not really have an identity, like you said, or not really know where you are, where you fit in the world quite yet. So you're trying all these different things with fashion and stuff, which is great. You want to have those like moments of time in life, but it's just like a good um, example of that. My next one is when websites display one color on the site, but then you order it and it comes to your house and it's a completely different color. Yeah. Don't do that, please. 
filters, fine. Don't change the color of your item. Please don't do that. Getting bitten by that a couple times. Yeah. Myself. It's really upsetting. Because then you have to just keep it. <laughs> just That's why you just it. buy black, white, or gray. Neutral colors. Or yeah. blue. Yeah. Or buy it in store. I love shopping in store. It hits different. There's a nostalgia there. Yeah. Flipping through. Especially during the holidays. It's like a scavenger hunt, trying to find the right thing. All the smells. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. The music, like all the decorations. You're like, damn. <laughs> this one's going to be, I'll just say Virtue signaling slash making everything political. Mm. And I'm talking more specifically on like social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Guys, Instagram was originally founded to share photos. Now it's like anytime anything happens, like got to put a story up. I'm not going to put a story up. So what does that make me? Does that mean I don't support what's going on? Like It's very confusing. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. I don't even think it's like you're damned if you do. If you do put something up, everyone's like, okay, cool. They passed the test. They care about what's going on. But if you don't, they're like, did you? I didn't see them post anything. So it's then it's like, like okay. people are taking notes like, oh, she didn't, she didn't post yeah. about this. Why oh. aren't you speaking up about oh. this? Who because I'm time? in sales. Who has time? To- she runs a podcast. Like she was on the ba- she was on a dating show. Guys, not if you need Congress. somebody else to validate what you're feeling, then you obviously don't feel strongly enough about that cause. Because if you did, you wouldn't care what anybody else thought, especially people who, one, have nothing to do with the actual cause or what's going on, can't speak intelligently on the matter. I can't take it anymore. And it's just like so, it's so polarizing. And I'm not talking about one political party or the other. Both do it. There's extremes on both sides of anything. Mm -hmm. But it's just creating a greater divide amongst our country when people are basing their opinions on something, on whether they post something on Instagram or Snapchat or put it on their story or put a TikTok up about it. Like, if you feel strongly enough about something, you usually don't have to tell somebody that you feel strongly about it. So don't do it. Or do, and that's fine. Or do it, but also <laughs> do it. Like, don't don't just post a picture and be like, my work here's done. Like, yeah. I've made the world a better place. Like, why don't, why don't you go pay for someone's meal? Or why don't you go open the door for somebody or help somebody across the street or help somebody put their groceries in their car without being creepy because that can be weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be careful. But, like, that. help somebody or donate to a cause that you're putting up on your story or whatever like actually be changed don't just talk about it that's what virtue signaling is it's just hey guys i'm awesome i care about this yeah. that's all this next one is when someone immediately follow follows up an email after you they emailed you and you didn't get back to them in like a day or so so they immediately follow up on that same email and they say just want to bump this up to the top of your inbox get it and try to get you to respond hey <laughs> It's been a day. I'm busy. Okay. I'll get back. I'm so sorry. I'll respond back. I apologize for the delay. Da, 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 da. But like the bumping back to the top of your inbox. Don't do that. I'll get back to it. I, p- I have a flag on it. I'm going to get to it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Just like relax. Like if it's been like a couple weeks and I ha- you have radio silence, fine. But like every other day bumping it to the top of my inbox. No. Yeah. No. Thank you. Um, I have a couple more. So the next one I have is UFC. What? 
just gives me the ick. I don't like it. Men wrestling? Not not for me. Wrestling is different because it's not even real. Well, it's the same thing to me. It just gives me the ick. I don't like it. Okay. I know you love it. It gives me the ick. I think it's very primal and... Ugh, I don't like it. Fighting in general, I don't like it. Not for me. I mean, unsanctioned fighting, just like brawling in a bar is not good. Either. They feel the same to me. They're not. Um... When people say like and follow for part two on TikTok, just fucking put the whole video up. You can put up like 15 minute videos on TikTok. Yeah, I think this, yeah. Don't. You, there, There isn't an excuse anymore. No. But there used to be an excuse. Yeah, totally. Initially in it. the first few years of TikTok, fine. You can put up long videos now. Just put the whole thing up. Thanks. Instagram bots. Give yeah, me I think the that's ick. an ick for everyone unless you're... What are they? I don't understand. What are What is happening? Why is there so many of them? There's like crypto bots and then there's like like sex bots. Yeah. It's like, what? what's going on? No idea. <laughs> I have two more. So you go ahead. LinkedIn influencers. I obviously deal with this a lot more than Sydney does, but... Uh, I can't even log into my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the guys who are like in their tagline, like most voted, most influential sales consultant on LinkedIn. It's like, dude, shut up. No, you're not. So wait, there's there's like regular people on LinkedIn and there's people who like are influencers on LinkedIn. What makes you an influencer? Well, it's just like everything person? else, right? Like it's just like Instagram. Like, Is it by followers? That's what I'm saying. Like, <sighs> I don't know what it's for. Like, are you saying you're influential? Like how? Do you have followers on LinkedIn? No, I mean, you have connections. Like you connect okay. with people. You can follow like certain pages and like certain people. Uh-huh. Like even if you don't, you're not connected with them. But like the, all they do is put up like videos of like like talking about like different tips. It's so interesting. I can't stand it. And they're like always posting like stories about their week. Like I was on a call with such and such and they're always like so elaborate. And like it always basically makes them look like it's virtue signaling again. Like it makes them look like they're like like they'll tell a story about like helping somebody out. And like mm. I didn't need to do this, but I did. Or I wasn't going to help this person, but then I thought, you know, what about when I was coming up and making a name for myself? I would have wanted somebody. So I ended up helping them and now I work for this person. It's just like, (laughs) dude, no one cares what you're posting. Like I get on LinkedIn to meet people who I want to work with and like talk about like some, some, some ways that I can help them improve their, their business, their operations, like I'm not going to put a, st- a feel-good story or what I think is a feel-good story about a fake made-up conversation that didn't happen between me and somebody else or yeah. in, like, some sort of meeting. Like, don't do that. Like, now, people will, like, repost, like, inspirational stories, like, actual, like, like whatever, interviews or whatever. What That's that's awesome. Like, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole, like, Twitter account dedicated to, like, things that people see on LinkedIn that's just, like, why are you posting that? Or like, that never happened. Like, like kind of like influencers in the wild, but for LinkedIn. Yeah, almost. My last two is when someone sends a text and maybe you don't respond right away. You know, people are busy. And then they just put a, like, they question it, the text. They just like emphasize the text that you've already, they've already sent. Instead of saying like a new text, like, oh, just wanted to ask you about that one more time. They just freaking question mark it. Don't do that. I've never had someone do that to it's me. It's infuriating. Like, I, I know the text is there. I think they're doing that new thing with text where you can like put a like ha- haven't read or like still need to read like you can do on emails. I think they're adding that to text. Oh, really? And they're also adding you can unsend text, which is nice. So the future. Um, last one. This one's controversial. And I'm sorry. And I've had this ick for years. It's not just in 2022. When people wear slippers 
in public. A lot of times it's like those Ugg slippers that can kind of go either way. Like the moccasins? Yeah. Those are slippers. They're for inside the house. You wear them inside the house so that you're not tracking in dirt from outside into inside. So when you wear your slippers in public at the store, you're messing up the cycle. No. (laughs) Sweatpants are fine. Pajamas are iffy. Like, don't, I don't love pajamas in public either, but like slippers really, really give me nick. I feel like I don't see pajama pants in public as much as we, like I used to. Yeah. I feel like that was a trend, but it was like such a, like, yeah, I don't care. (laughs) I'm sick. Like, I don't care. I'm just going to wear, I didn't really have time. I was doing other stuff. So like, I just, this is what I woke up wearing. It's like, dude, come on. And you can, they make enough like decent looking sweats nowadays that you don't need to just wear your pajamas. They make jeans that feel like sweats. Yeah, <laughs> everything is pretty everything spandexy. I have, yeah. Every pair of jeans that I have or like pants, they're all stretchy. And don't you feel horrible when you like sleep in something all night and you continue to wear that same outfit? Yeah. It's disgusting. It feels gross to me. And again, these are opinions. And if you do it, love that for you. But those are my <laughs> yeah, just opinions. Just opinions. That's all. That's all. We can all agree and disagree, and it's lovely. That's life. <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, what did you learn in 2022? I mean, I learned a lot in 2022. Um, something I learned the other day: out for delivery does not mean out for delivery necessarily. I had quite the heated conversation with probably not an actual FedEx employee. They sound like they were a bit outsourced. Fine. But uh, there was a bit of a language barrier. And they, what I really gathered was I had, a pa- I had two packages from different uh, companies, both slotted to get to my house on the same day. For four days straight, they set out for delivery, but never got delivered. Like it would go out for delivery. And then at the end of the day, I'd get a text saying it was delayed. And then another text saying the other one was delayed. First one was weather. Bullshit. I live in the same city that these packages were. There was no weather delay. So you're an idiot. Don't try that shit on me. Second day was just delayed. Third day was just delayed. Fourth day was out for delivery. Finally got delivered like late night. And that's only because I went through Twitter mm-hmm. and cu- and contacted customer support, like their Twitter uh support handle or whatever that is so random and like they took care of it they put a case number on it and or they put a case on it and everything so i think that's the only reason they got delivered that late that night because it was on a saturday they i mean they explained like yeah even though it says out for delivery it's really not and then like it's like whatever just tell me where it is (laughs) and tell me when i'm gonna get it i don't need all the different jargon and the runaround yeah just is it is it going to get delivered today? Cool. If not, just say we're working on it. Don't tell me it's out for delivery like every single day. Because like sometimes you got to sign for stuff. And if it's out for delivery and you're expecting something, something to get delivered, luckily these two packages weren't, that need signatures. But like if you do, you're making people work from home four days in a row when they don't need to. Some people don't have that opportunity. They bank on you giving them factual information. It feels more like an ick to me than a what did you learn, but okay. No, I learned that out for delivery doesn't mean out for delivery necessarily. That seems like a weird thing to sum up your year with FedEx, but okay. Anyways, um, what did I learn? I learned that it is okay to not have it figured out yet. 
and to take a long time to continue to figure stuff out. I've learned to be okay with the ups and downs of things, and that's fine. And your timeline doesn't have to match everyone else's. That's what I've learned. And I'm continuing to learn <laughs> day to day. Anything else from you over sure. there? I mean... I think you, what I think we've both learned like just because something is done a certain way traditionally like like the wedding for example or like just because there's a certain trend certain. at the end of the day if it's not necessary to the overall happiness of the day or your life it doesn't matter like who cares what other people are doing yeah like don't let that dictate how you respond to certain situations how you live your life Like, don't live your life based off of what's popular or what other people are saying. Yeah. Like, that's a miserable... Number one, it's a miserable existence because you have no original ideas or thoughts or opinions. You're just going with the flow. It's a a boring life. It's an easy way to get lost, too, because if you're following all these other people's opinions, what's cool for them works for them, what they're about, then you'll have no idea what it is that you're about or what it is that matters to you because it's like you're you're putting it on other people and not just like starting from yourself and what your needs are so it's lazy (laughs) if you think about it um no but like back to to work harder to do that though too what like if you're just following what other people are doing it's a lot of work it's like follow other people yeah it's almost easier just to like stick to your yourself and what you to know to know oneself yeah um, but like for our wedding, for example, like I feel like early on we were like, oh, but we got to have this. Remember how cool that was at their wedding? Like mm-hmm. we got to do that. And it's like, yeah, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I want people to have a good time on our wedding, but like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if it's not like important to making the day everything that we want it to be, then it's not, it's not important. Yeah. That's a good lesson to learn. Um, let's finish it off. With our peaks in our pit of the year. Peak was probably seeing the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, that would have yeah, been, yeah, been early this year. Yeah. Um, looking forward to it again, maybe. We'll see. Um, pit was probably definitely tour. I mean, that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. That was a, I'm, you know, I'm glad you were able to do it. And, you know, I'm not exactly proud with, proud of the, the way that I handled it at all times because it's tough like it's not it's not something i anticipated having to deal with and uh but i was happy that you were able to to do it and get through it more importantly like proud of you for not because there were some tough times like it's not it's obviously easier when you're single yeah like it's awesome when you're single i'm sure and and it's awesome probably when you're in a relationship but like you just you got to know what you're you're getting yourself into and i i definitely did not i didn't i had no idea it's tough especially with trying to plan a wedding and yeah, there's Just a long lot. distance is is hard, but so that was probably the pit for you, boy. Yeah, I think pink for me was definitely getting back on a stage and performing again because I was scared to do that, and I'd taken two years off, and that was like very scary, and I had to like trust my abilities and trust myself, and it was really cool to be able to do that again. Pit would have been the strain that it put on our relationship, and it was just it was tough. I mean, it's hard because when you become like a team like we have, it's really hard to like separate us and put all those extra factors and all those external things on our relationship. So that was challenging. Well, you work so hard to like build like routines, mm-hmm. like build like a common space. And then like everything's like ripped out from underneath you for three months. And you're just like, I forget who I was. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was ever single. This is, this is weird. This is not my identity anymore. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I would honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, like one of my peaks, obviously the Bengals was kind of a joke. Not really. I'm, I'm that a big was fan. exciting I'm a fan. for you. And but uh, seeing you actually be able to perform like live for the first time was cool for me. Because like I, obviously your parents have told me how, you know, great of a performer you were. And I know like how big of a part of your life that was. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was very cool for me to see. Yeah. So that was, that's definitely a peak as well. Oh, it's been quite a year. Yeah. I'm excited for next year. Anything that you want to apply or I don't, I don't like resolutions. I don't think they work, but anything that you like intentions for 2023 for you. Be a dad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm just oh, kidding. No, I don't think you are kidding. No, I'm not. We're going to obviously. We're going to try. We're going to, we're getting older. So we're it's looking weird to think to about that. I could be pregnant next well, year. Well, we'll get through the wedding. <laughs> Now, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's going to be a lot less of a stressful year. Now, some of the stress was exciting, but because what, you know, what brought on that stress, obviously those are, those are exciting things, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to, it's not still stressful. So after this year, I'm looking forward to just like finally being married and starting the next chapter. And there's a lot of things to look forward to and next year but yeah i'm looking forward to that looking forward to 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 being a husband and hopefully being a father shit yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that too um i think the father (laughs) yeah i'm gonna be daddy in this relationship um i think my intentions are to be a little bit more in the moment or a lot more in the moment because i have a problem of like rushing to the big thing or rushing to the completed project or rushing to like having everything figured out and I've struggled with that a lot so just like being in the moment because we're not going to get this time back where we one we don't have kids yet two we're not going to have this like special unique time in our lives where we're like prepping for the wedding and like celebrating our us joining our families together like this is such a like a unique time in life that like i'm just trying to rush to the day or rush to the thing i'll i I know i'll regret that looking back on it if i just continue to rush so just like allowing myself to be in the moment be okay with like again not having anything figured out not everything figured out and just trusting everything's going to work out so a little bit more celebration and just like slower pace next year it's been a long year yeah (sighs) we definitely had some trials and tribulations but I feel like it's we're ending out in a good place. I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah. So that's the episode, guys. Share it with a friend, family, anyone that you care about. This will be the last one for the year. So we'll have a couple weeks off and then we'll start off next year, I think, with season three of the podcast. A lot more with Nick and I. So please send us things you want us to discuss, episodes, anything that you have for the next year so I can plan and hopefully keep this thing going. Thanks for being here. Yeah. I love and you. As always. Love you too. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Happy holidays. Anything you're celebrating. Love ya. Bye. That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, and follow, as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode. And one thing you can share in the meantime, this podcast, obviously. Send it to a friend who needs some inspiration or give us some love on social media and tag us at Something to Share Podcast on Instagram. And I'll see you next Wednesday.